Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for universities who don't allow freshmen to have cars. I'm Cody. And I'm Tyler the Freshman. Tyler, what are you doing bringing a car here? You're not allowed to have a car. How dare you? Freshman? It's my friend's car. Freshmen aren't allowed to have cars. Number one rule of university. All right? Yeah. Go to college, you don't have a car. What's the rules? I'm sorry to say. Tyler, did you take a car to college? No, that's because I sold it to help pay for college. Hey, I didn't take a car to college. Want to know why? Because you didn't have one. not allowed. (laughs) What was that about? What was that about? Here's a question. Is it real or is it... I don't know. Maybe. Is it real? Is it made up? Or did he just lie to Bumblebee? Did you? Well... Here's the thing. They talk about it later in the movie. They're like, wait, you have a car? Someone else confirms that freshmen can't have cars, right? But he was excited about it. No, no, no. But not not just in that scene, though. Someone else talks about it, don't they? The frat guy with the tight shirt? No. Senior tight shirt? I don't know. I don't know, man. But you you said this. Yeah. That, like, you've seen this in other movies. I have. I have heard this before. And I've heard it before as well, but I can't place where. So is it a thing? I'll look it up. Well, you do you, well, do you want to try to sum up this movie while I look up the car? I don't know. First off, we watched Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, which after much research we have determined is the second one. <laughs> yeah, I almost brought the Tyler, third one. <laughs> Tyler had to do a couple trips back and forth from the car. To figure out which Blu-ray to bring, I thought this was the last one. I I had no clue. I had, I didn't know. I can try to sum up this movie. Shia LaBeouf is a man who's going to college. He can't have a car. Little does he know. Um, Megatron has a boss, who is an ancient robot. Um, and also they're going to bring him back to life. Megatron has a boss and you have to fight him, but you have to be Optimus Prime to fight him. And so, uh, that's it. Right? Did I do it right? Yes. Thank you. Continue researching. (laughs) I'm deep in the research already. It's... I just very interesting. I don't know. I I'm I've gone through many stages. And we watched this first movie and I was not looking forward to it. Then the movie started and I was like, "Well, this isn't too bad." And then the movie was like two and a half hours and it was too long. And then a week passed and I was like, "You know what? I'm excited to watch the second one. I'm actually this is going to be great." And then about 6 minutes into the second one, I was like, "This has been a, all been a terrible mistake (laughs) and there's what three more three more three more plus bumblebee or just three more Three more plus bumblebee it's four more movies i don't know i'm just afraid why did you why did you do this to me because it's good movies there's so many movies i want to watch yeah but none of them and now these are (laughs) i just i don't know We've seen Tenet twice. You hate that. We have seen Tenet twice. And let me tell you, 
It's less confusing the second time. It's still confusing, but it's less confusing. Am I right? Yeah. <sighs> All right. What do you got for me? Um. Okay. So so far, I no one has answered. Here's the thing. You and Yahoo answers. That's your first mistake. Get on Quora. No. <laughs> Quora won't <laughs> stop emailing me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, that's the problem. Do you know about chemical engineering? <laughs> Answer these questions. Like, yeah, what? no, Cora, stop. Got on Cora once. You're never getting away from. Look, <laughs> detectives everywhere. You want to find somebody? Go to Cora. They know where they are. Um, <clears throat> so all I've found so far is people. Uh, several lists of car friendly. So it's like, oh, they're okay with you having a car, or they're conducive to you owning a car uh-huh. lots of people finding out why the heck can't i I'm like asking why the heck can't i have a car that's ridiculous and then a lot of people who obviously went to a school that doesn't allow cars mm-hmm. and want everyone else to suffer like they had to just saying suck it up nerd you'll live yeah such a crybaby snowflake it's like I bought a car before I went oh, to college. If I, I went it. somewhere where I would have, like, me and I, I went to college to live, and I lived with, like, my best friend from high school. Yeah. And we basically just shared his car because he already lived there, already had a car, and never drove it. So I was like, hey, can I just, like, fill yeah. your gas tank up and just borrow your car? And he said yes. And that's how I got around that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I still had access to a car. I did you? I didn't take my car with me freshman year, but I did use roommates' cars. Yeah. Like we had like two cars in the apartment, so that was like sweet. You're going somewhere. Guess who's going with you? Half the apartment. Yeah. And it's exactly. great. That's how <laughs> we did it. Piled in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> then three bedrooms, two cars. It's mm-hmm. perfect. It's a perfect system. I can. What about let me let me offer a rebuttal to that one. Okay, eight men, four bedrooms. <laughs> oh, oh, four or five cars, Even and better. one of them was never usable. There you go, because it was brand new and very tiny. Uh, one of our roommates bought a brand new off the dealership lot, <clears throat> a Chevy cruise maybe mm-hmm. it seemed smaller than a cruise <laughs> my friend danny bought i think he's owned three chevy cruises i just remember the first two the first one he named ted ted cruise nice and the second was penelope nice penelope cruise i don't know if there's a th- i forget if there's a third one but it was also in the span of like three years so i think at that point it's kind of like maybe stop buying cruises i don't know yeah i can tell you right now my roommate regretted it because he took out a loan and paid, I don't know, how much does a brand new cruise cost? $16,000. Sure, I don't know. And the rest of us were like, oh, I sold my car, or I have a car that costs two grand mm-hmm. and spending money. And he's like, well, <laughs> yeah, this sucks. I got to make my $500 a month car payment. Yep. That's how it goes. 
So why don't they allow cars? I have no answer. Here's All the thing. I have is people mad. I've been to some campuses where it's cars. like, we got eight bike lanes going everywhere. Everyone rides. Like, I guess if you were in the city, especially, it's like, we don't have room for you to park all your cars, maybe. Yeah. Is that why? Well, that's my thought. Where's UC Davis at? Davis. <laughs> Davis County? Uh, Davis, California. Is that where it is? It's far north, northern California. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere. Here's the answer somebody gave. It's the bike I capital. toured that campus because my sister wanted to go there. So mm-hmm. I've been to that campus, and that's the one where everybody rides bikes. Yeah. All over the place. That was somebody's answer to. But they also like have a, have a good bus system. It's like, oh, if you're a student, you get access to a campus bus that like goes all over. So you can't corroborate the answer from Reddit saying that it is. Can a bike. corroborate? Uh, give me seven Quora points. Is I'm getting to Quora the next works? level. I don't know. Nobody knows. Everyone's been on Quora once, <laughs> and and they have reached out to you a hundred times since. Yeah. Right? That's I mean, how it works. I would say I would classify it as harassment, really, <laughs> but. Uh, so Tyler, you know you love this movie. I do. How did it go for you? Uh, it's a terrible movie, but it's fun. I here's the thing. It's, yeah, I would classify this as at this moment, from what I remember of the all the Transformers movies. Yeah, which I feel like I've got a pretty good memory of them all. Sure. With the this one, I've realized this one and the next one are very. They're the ones that are very vague in my mind. Yeah. Of they meld into each other. But I remember people really liking Dark Side of the Moon, mm-hmm. but hating the second one. So that's why it was confusing when I thought Dark of the, or Dark of the Moon was the second one. Yeah. So I think that one's better. This is the Transform... Or not the Transform... This is the Fast and Furious 4 yeah. of this franchise. Okay. Where it's so ridiculous and the CG is so bad... But they still are like, we're a serious thing. But we're not taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. But you need to take it seriously. Right. And it's awful. And then after this, they're like, it's, it's giant robots fighting. Okay, get get guess, over it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't like this. And I did feel, look, you feel harassed by Quora. I feel sexually harassed by this movie. It's very, it is a great, like... <clears throat> It's I feel like they had a couple throwaway things in the first one. You're like, well, that's forgivable. But this one, it's aggressive. I did not like it. I guess my biggest problem with the movie is that it's two and a half hours long. And I feel like two hours in, I was like, got it. I know what the plot is. <laughs> <laughs> but also, the whole movie was like slowly developing the plot. And it's just to your point, I want the big robots to fight. I don't need that much, that many reasons, but you're really drawing out the whole process of me figuring out why these robots are fighting. Yeah, and I think part of it came from... I feel like after this movie, they took all the guys that are like, all right, here's the universe of Transformers, and this is the lore of it. And they're like, we're just going to take all you guys, and you're going to write for the video games now. Yeah. You, Jeff, the janitor, what's the plot of the next movie? I don't know. They're on the moon. Got it. We're going. <laughs> You know, that's yeah. it. So there's like super deep lore stuff later, but it's like, it's more akin to like, uh, I'm trying to think of like an example without spoiling it, but like the last night it's like Optimus has a magic sword. 
moving nice. on. <laughs> you know, yeah. they're like they're not like this. The sword was forged by this transformer. Who you're gonna kill a Brimbor? <laughs> yeah. like, no, stop. It's just like it's magic. Moving on. Basically, okay. we took the Cimmerillion and we made them all robots instead of elves. <laughs> you're like, no, much, please. Yeah. <laughs> this is too much lore. That's really the path this movie set them on. Gosh, but uh, that's too much. I didn't know. I don't want to know. Like. The lore and the ancients, and there's a god of transformers or something. I don't know. No, no. I'm like, this is too much. We haven't gotten to that point in the series yet. So it's, so it's going to be too much, but right. it's going to be too much. But it's wait. Here's the thing: you're going to go from swallow? you're going to go from this is over underexplained. <laughs> They've overexplained with too little details. Yeah. To what? <laughs> They just dropped this huge character, and they're like, "You know who this is?" And you're like, no, uh, you know, you know. You're, we got like, Leonard Nimoy to do him. Yeah. All right. So, uh, with that, with that all laid down, is it time? Are we, are we doing, we're doing it. This is I think the moment. We are. This is the moment. We're gonna hop in the old. Blackbird, the supersonic spy plane. Yeah, that sounds... just the two of us cramming into this tiny cockpit let's, together. Let's do spoon ourselves into the Blackbird. Yeah, let's. Uh, we'll fly. We'll know. We'll transport to teleport to Spoiler Town. Oh, forgot about teleport. teleporting. Best teleporting ever done in like media. It's got to be Goku. It's got to be Dragon Ball Z, right? Where he just goes, beep, beep. He puts his fingers in front of his beep. I... Course, here's, okay, let's talk about this. Remember, all right. <laughs> Remember when there's like the lady? I think it's like one of the afterlife ones. So Goku's dead in the afterlife. Right. And he's got, is it King Khan? What's the name of the guy? Who... King Kai? King Kai. And there's like a female equivalent of him, right? Who's also a Kai. And she's got a motorcycle. And they have to race, but Goku can teleport. But instead of teleporting to the end of the race, he can only teleport every, like, seven feet. And it's supposed to be faster. Why do you have to teleport? Couldn't he have teleported? He teleported, like, seven feet at a time until he got to the finish line while she rode her magical motorcycle, like Haggard, like that kind of motorcycle, flying motorcycle thing, to the end. What was that about? Why didn't he just teleport to the Why was he allowed to teleport? And why did he teleport seven feet at a time? Isn't it? Do you remember that? I was going to say you've gone past my knowledge, but I remember this being a thing when I was younger. Yeah. I think the thing was it uses a lot of energy to teleport, and if he had teleported to the end of the race, it would have killed him or something. But he's already dead, so I don't know how that works. So here's the thing about this movie. All right. First thing I noticed, first note I have, jingling, get some ice cream. This remember? is our introduction to the twins. The twins, whose names are Skids and Mudflap. Yeah. And their whole thing is they're they, stupid and they're they, small. They flip-flop bet- between being wonderfully fun and lovable to like offensively stupid, right? Yeah. They kind of just flip-flop. They don't return for the next movie, as I remember. Which is surprising to me because I was upset about it. I, I mean, there's like I said, every other interaction with him is just wonderful. It's yeah. very fun. 
Like, even in the beginning, he's, like, pulling into the... They're, like, driving into the hangar, and he knocks on the door. He's like, ah, screw that up. And they're just like, like, this is great. You guys yeah. are fun. You guys are a good time. He tries to do the turn, and his back falls off. He's like, this is combat, man. <laughs> he hits him. Like, get yourself together. Because right. at first when he said Dingaling get some ice cream, we don't know he's a Transformer yet. I was like, is this... Because I think they established it in China, right? Yeah. Or, like, Beijing or something? Shanghai. Shanghai. And I was just like... Is this a Chinese ice cream truck with like English? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, that's why it's really <sighs> funny. Uh, when what did you say? When I was like, "Oh, I love these guys," <laughs> and you were like, "Oh, but are these, is, he, is he like Jazzy G or something? Who is the this the lieutenant in the first one that gets Jazz or Jazzy or something? Jazz. He's like, do they speak? Does he speak Ebonics? And she's like, <laughs> oh, you just wait. <laughs> oh, oh, wild. Considered wildly racist by many people. Uh, I know. So good. That's now. the thing. Is like they aren't just like the class clown. They're also idiots. Like they're too stupid to not be offensive. Yeah. If they made them less stupid, maybe they could have like rode the line a little bit. But yeah. instead, it was just like, nah, this is like an offensive caricature of. Also, I don't know. Cause... They have like gold. One, they have gold teeth. Oh, a and giant. Stuff. Yeah, no. I don't know. They're racist. That's for sure. Here's the thing: they do certain. They make certain decisions that make it way worse. Like them being like, oh, we can't read. Instead of them being like, oh, <laughs> that's the ancient language of the primes. You're gonna need like old person or optimist to read that. Nope. They're just like, no, we are illiterate. In case you're wondering. Yeah. We're it's a like, highly advanced robot species. It's like, you're a robot. We cannot read. I feel we have like advanced can... like, computer programming. We can hack things. Except exactly. for that we can't read. You're like, oh, no. Like, you've demonstrated you can just download knowledge into your brain, so you've made the choice to be stupid is the yeah. thing, right? Yeah. You know, it's not lovable carnage like... Uh, Ironhide. Ironhide, yeah. The other thing, I feel like they really neutered Ironhide in this one. Like, they took all the personality out. Because the whole thing in the first one, he's like, blowing stuff up. This is fun. And this one, he, like, never talks. And they're like, Ironhide, you're here. He's like, yeah. He gives a lot of orders. He's the one shouting orders and stuff. Because with Optimus gone, I think he would be, he's in charge. Because Optimus and Jazz. Ironhide should never be in charge. (laughs) That's one thing I know. It's him and From his three lines in the first movie, that's one thing I know. Yeah. He should not be in charge. You know who should be in charge? Sideswipe. Who's the coolest? Sideswipe. Which one's he? He's the guy that, like, they're like, he comes, he's a cool sports car, and he transforms, and he's, like, skating along because he keeps the wheels on his feet. Oh, yeah. And he stabs his sword into the hood of another Transformer and, like, draws it back as the momentum's carrying them forward through his sword. Mm-hmm. And he's like, He's like, damn, I'm good. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, he's so cool. Right. And then he never returns. <laughs> I'm like, dang it. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. I. He's the coolest of all of them, except for Optimus at the very end. Yeah, that's the other thing. Okay, let's talk about this. <clears throat> the end of last movie, Bumblebee inexplicably has his vocal cords fixed, right? And he's like, I'm Bumblebee. I'm here now. My voice works. That's his line, probably. Mm-hmm. And then the very beginning of this movie, they're like, Bumblebee, your thing doesn't work sometimes, right? And then he never talks the rest of the movie. You're like, why? Yeah. Uh, did they just like the radio gag where he has to use the lines to communicate? Well, and they were like, well, so he just won't talk. Did, here's my question to you. Did you watch any of the old stuff back in the, the old Transformer stuff? Before we were born, you know? I only ever watched Beast Wars. 
Oh, that's right. Which was a 90s venture. So that was when I was a kid. Beast Wars was coming out. Yeah. I had the Cheetah one. I think I might have had the Rhino one. Yeah, the toy. I mean, I watched Beast Wars. Yeah. So anyway, the whole thing, from my understanding, is that he sometimes can talk, but his voice box is broken. All right. So it's usually he just relies on the radio. All right. That's fine. It just it it annoyed me. I was like, yeah. we fixed it in this movie. They're like broken, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they do it in cartoons and throughout the movies and stuff, where it's like at impactful moments. So I, it it implies I think that he can talk. It's just he doesn't sound very good, and it cuts in and out really bad, or it's okay. difficult for him to do it. Yeah. It's easier to just use the radio. All right. Fair enough. Plus, it's the whole is his personality. Also, this movie. I mean, this movie is like. Bumblebee's like all these other guys are like, yeah, I'm a weapons expert. I'm a thing. Bumblebee's like a black ops operative, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. he is. He's just because here's the thing. You know, I've mentioned it before. I've known people who have met in person these like Delta Four SEAL team guys. Yeah. You know, yeah. They're like you would never know. They're like the most immature jovial guys you'll ever meet they're yeah. not the thing for you to see in movies where they're like brood they're just, just like eating dirt yeah, <laughs> they're like, like kneeling next to the campfire eating dirt waiting for the mission to start you're like yeah oh. they're like why are you eating dirt i don't know i thought it would look funny if someone was taking pictures of us whatever let's go kill this guy i guess you guys down for drinks later yeah all right let's do it <laughs> you know that's yeah. them and that's Bumblebee. He's like, I'm excited to go to college. Also, I'm going to murder all these Decepticons real quick. <laughs> just real quick. I'm yeah. just going to blow half your house up to kill these tiny Decepticons. Mm. I There's a part of this movie that bugged me too. I think, I don't remember. If, I, it was some exposition thing, but they were like, a secret but brave group of Transformers. I was like, yeah, secret, secret but brave? But brave? Like, yeah. I don't understand why those are exclusive things i don't yeah maybe do this in secret but we're also brave like it that's like a six-year-old like giving his narration of the thing whatever yeah i mean yeah was your point i don't know man okay i actually have one note and then i realized i really wanted to just let most of your notes wash over me like a wave okay but let me drop this one on you right now let's take it back to the beginning to shanghai yeah. Why did they deploy cars from a truck? <laughs> um, because what you're saying is that would be like them deploying Navy SEALs from me, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like if a cavity in me opened up and out came little soldiers. Sure. Is that what you're saying? Why Can is there a car transporting cars when I'm the cars saying, are sentient? Did, why are they like... All right, we're going to put all these... When the cars can fly and drive fast and whatever? Yeah, in a all semi. Right. And then and then you could say, oh, it's to hide them, but... I mean, it's just a semi-truck. Scanners can go through that. I don't know. Yesterday, I saw a man driving on the highway, and he had, like, a big truck with, like, a trailer. And on the trailer, he had a dune buggy. And I was like, that makes sense. You'd tow your dune buggy out to your, you know, your vacation, de- your camping trip or whatever. The dunes. He also had a Jeep on there, and I was like, that is a lazy Jeep. I, you know, it's a, obviously a functioning Jeep. He took it on the trip. 
you know? Mm-hmm. You got a Jeep on the back of a car. It probably works. What if it's for the rock? The, off- the rock crawling. The rock crawling, there you go. Jeep bouldering, whatever. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's what it's for. But I'm just saying it could also drive. Yeah, but those ones are general. Those are special. Whatever. It was green. I hated it. Yeah. I saw a little, like a, like a, a very blue Jeep Wrangler. Uh-huh. Have you seen this one? I saw it coming into your apartment. Oh, the bright blue one? Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. So, you said no, and I've then seen you said it. yes. I thought you were saying like a special kind of, I don't know, man. It's, I mean, I would just, I've never seen another Jeep Wrangler that, that color. That color. It is a quite a unique color. Let me hit you with this. Should I get a Jeep Gladiator as my work truck? I, I, here's the thing. I don't know what a gladiator is. Is it just like the extended cab Jeep thing with like the truck bed or is it like a truck made by Jeep? Because I've seen like the Jeep trucks where it's like, oh yeah, no, it's extra long and it's got like a little truck bed. Yeah. Is that what it is? That's the Jeep truck. Yes. It looks like a Wrangler with a truck bed on it. Should you get it? Yeah. I don't know. Here's my thing. (laughs) Yeah. Unless you're like a rock crawler person. Yeah. Or you go camping places where you need to use a Jeep to access your camping. You know, what's a Jeep for? Aren't they like expe- I think they're good for that. But aren't they aren't you really paying a premium for that if you're not going to use it that way? Maybe. I've heard they're pretty expensive and they're super customizable, which is great if you're taking it rock crawling or you have to go camping and you have to, you know, I mean, I'm looking at a Jeep right now. I know. I and here's the thing right about there. this guy. This guy he took the wheels off of that thing, and he put them just on, like, the porch of our neighbor on the other side of us. And those yeah. are new wheels. But anyway, he just got wheels sitting there. What was I saying? Why are you, if you're not going to use it for, like, the camping and the off-roading and the rock crawling, yeah, I don't think it makes fiscal sense. All right. That's what I'm saying. But also, if you want one, don't let me stop you. But would the tr- if it transformed, would it be an Autobot or Decepticon? Decepticon. Okay. Jeeps are Decepticon energy easily. Yeah, that's fair. There is a picture of a Jeep in all those files they find that is a Decepticon. That's what I'm saying. I pay attention to the lore, all right? Yeah, that's you what you do. need to know about me. Now hit me with all your questions about the lore. Yes. <laughs> well, um... Do I need to turn on a light? Here's my first question. Actually, you? my next note is about the lore. I do need to turn on a light. I, here, here's what I'm going to do. I'm okay. going to mute myself. I'm going right. to go turn on a light for you, oh, boy. Are you sure? Do you want me to do it? No, because I'm, I'm right here. I can mute myself. All right. Do it. You're strong. I've done it. I'm muted myself. Oh, wow. Here's, a, here's my first question. What are the Decepticons doing in hiding? They talk about how the Decepticons are in hiding. Right? Right. They talk about that. <laughs> What are they doing? What do they do? What are they good for? And if they have a Decepticon, whose name I forget, who is a giant satellite, he's their communications expert, shouldn't they all know about each other and not be in hiding anymore? So why are the Autobots teaming up with the humans to hunt the rest of the Decepticon? What, what, are they do? what do you do? Okay, if you're a Transformer and you're in hiding, what do you even do? You just sit there? Well, they said they were searching for something. They're trying to find a so shot, who, shard. No. They're trying to find Here's my the, question for you. Hmm. Who is Megatron's boss? His name? 
I don't know. The Fallen. The fa- Revenge of the Fallen. Yeah. Wait, is he just called the Fallen? Or That's is what... his people called the Fallen? No, no. So, here's the thing. There's the Primes. There were seven Primes. And Optimus is the last one. He's the descendant of the Primes. He's the descendant of the Primes. So the Primes... All right, let me hit you with this. The Primes are like a bloodline. Okay, so it's like, a, it's like an Aryan white supremacist kind of thing. Where, like, there's a superior race... Of yes. the Autobots, but if they're technology based, you're telling me that they couldn't outfit any of that. Like, it's a race issue, is what you're saying. Yes. Here's what I learned 100%. Race isn't real, okay? Yeah. Humans don't come in races. There's just some crazy German scientist who was like, I'm going to rate all the humans into races and try to convince everyone they're different, which is not true. People yeah. from similar ethnicities shared characteristics, but that's not the same as a race. Yeah. It's not like the same thing as like a breed of a dog it's just like oh we come from the same place we share you know it's like skin color maybe because of climate and that's mostly it you know yeah. it's just ethnicity so my problem with the autobots and the decepticons apparently is that they're all racist yes okay cool just wanted to establish that yeah so anyway so he's one of the original seven he's got times. the pure blood yeah he's the he's the Atlantan. He's the uh, Numen- Numenorian. The Mandalorian. Sure. Numenor. Yeah. Cimmerellian. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. So, anyway, so he wanted to kill all the humans. Because uh, they apparently. Here's the thing. They used to apparently go out and harvest the thing that makes their species po- possible. By destroying suns. Oh, they would and harvest energy of suns. And they were like, oh, well, if the sun doesn't have life that uses that sun, it's fine. We can just take out that sun. Is that yeah, their that thing? was their rules. They're like, if there's life on the planets, any of the planets around the sun or the star. What about planets that could develop life in the future? Then they're boned. I don't like these Transformers very much. <laughs> so that was their rule set. So this one was like, these humans... I hate them. That's the weird thing. They just showed up, saw humans that were like, "Hey, go away." And the other ones. I like, know why. The other ones are like, "All right." And one was like, "I am gonna declare a personal holy war against these little insects." Well, also, so in the intro to the movie, it's like cavemen. Yeah. Is it because they had dark skin? Because we know that transformers are racist. Yeah. Was it because of the race of the people? The ethnicity, rather? It's okay. But here's the other thing. They were like, they came to this planet, but then they found the humans. Anyway, they got defeated. By the people with sticks? No, by the other primes. By the cavemen? By the other primes. Oh, the primes and the... What's the other? The other transformers stopped him from destroying the humans. Anyway, so that's (laughs) what the Decepticons are there searching for because he's the main boss of the Decepticons, which I think is really the reason people hated this movie. Not because it's bad, because all the nerds were like, Megatron has no master. That's, I think, why it has such a low score, which is disturbing because I don't think this is that much worse than any other movies. Anyway, circling back around. So he's the actual boss of the Decepticons. Thus... He sent them to search for this weapon. Here's the thing. 
multiple questions for you in rebuttal to that. I've answered why they're there. They're supposed to be there to find the machine that harvests the sun. Right. Okay. Why doesn't the guy just know where it is? Yeah. Apparently he does. No, they're searching for the Matrix. Which, instead of taking it back to Cybertron or doing literally anything else with it, they're like, here's our plan. Melt our bodies into an inefficient, like ineffective tomb to seal this away forever. Right. The kind of tomb that, you know... Also, it was just like a ninja throwing star, right? It was like a just a little dagger, two-sided yeah. sword thingy. Why was well, it a sword thingy? Well, it was, it was like a... So you took a, take a square, right? Yeah. And twist it and make a smaller square every time you twist it. And take that out to points. A swirly, pointy thing. That's what it is. Like if I had a USB drive... Uh, uh, a thumb drive that was also a switchblade. Sure. Cool. Yeah. So... Anyway, they decide to lock it on the planet. Decepticons have to find it. That's why they're there. The questions then be, why was it still there? Why didn't they take it and lock it in a vault not made of their own bodies? For beings that are robotic and seem so good at technology, they don't seem to know much more than anyone else. Like, shouldn't they have some wealth of knowledge that they all access through an internet of some kind? No. A wireless internet? I don't think they have any more ability to interlink with each other than unless maybe they do because they're robots right that's what i don't get they are so here's the thing they are whatever michael bay decides they are secondly it's more like they're just a different kind of life cody whatever that we get a new dog in this movie his name's frankie yeah frankie's a little diva also Mojo dominates a Frankie. Slut? I don't know. No, no. <laughs> I don't know. He's Mojo just, dominates Frankie. Mojo is an abusive husband to Frankie. I don't know. I wasn't comfortable with the amount of animal sex. Here's my question to you on that. <laughs> what? Was that just something that happened and they were like, just roll with it? Just write it in, you know? Was that like? I think they wrote that into this movie. So you're saying they baited a dog into humping another dog? Yeah, I think so. I think they did. So this movie, I think they committed could be to... considered illegal in the UK. Yes, definitely. Is it legal in the UK? I don't know. I, I hope not. Let's call the council. I don't like this movie. The mom is wrong. On so many levels. She's upset because Sam is growing up. He's going to college. She calls him his baby booty boy because she found his baby booties and yeah. she was upset about that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Megan Fox fights a little. Ro- is this the one I'm thinking of? She fights a little robot that has yeah. a penis and it pees on stuff and it's Tom yeah. Kenny's voice. Is that right? Did I get all okay, those details that one right? Does not. There is when he drops the shard and it turns all their home appliances into robots. Oh, uh, it was like a toaster. Yeah. A toaster that like pees all over stuff. I'm like, I just saw a Transformer penis. Yeah. This movie's f- far too sexual. I'm really uncomfortable with it. It did shoot out of a penis like gun. Let's just... And then there was the remote control car that did hump Megan Fox's leg, but he's the best oh, robot. And then he said, uh, say my name. He said that, and he it did. just... 
He said, this I'll be a good boy. Was far. Let's just get through all the sex stuff right now because I can't deal. Go for it. Uh, I mean, that was a lot of it. The worst part for sure, 100%, is John Tuturo's butt cheeks. Yeah. There's a point where John Tuturo, who plays the guy from Sector 7, who's now working at a delicatessen, but apparently he's bad at it, but also he's all over the internet. Anyway, he decides to change uniforms. He's got an outfit he wants to wear. He just takes off his pants, and we get a... He's wearing... Is he wearing a thong? A jockstrap. He's wearing a jockstrap, and so they decide to do a really tight close-up of from him from behind. So you just see his entire cheeks. Both cheeks, like... As you know, I didn't jockstrap. want to see it, and it didn't make me laugh. It just shocked you. It just stacked on top of all the other sexual things that I was like, "This is too much." I didn't like it. Here's the thing, Cody. I can I expound on the jockstrap? Okay. As you know, jockstrap thong as the little 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 bit goes through the middle of the butt, in between the butt cheeks. Mm-hmm. Jockstrap has two that go around the butt. Okay. So there's nothing in between you and the butt. That's what I'm saying to you for there. His butt was fully exposed to you. Okay. Secondly, it panned around to the pouch that had the S7 Superman logo that he had made. Yeah. Yeah. Which I felt was really just like they kicked you while you're down and then they spit in the wound. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And then they really just held on him not having pants while he talked to people. <laughs> and then, also, when they go to the deli, he's wearing, like, a Chef Boyardee hat, which I was like, what? who's out here? I mean, I know it was, I don't know. It was... I respect John Turturro for going all in until he took his pants off and then i was like you have gone oh, too far in i sir. respect him more i respect everyone else in the movie a little less but him for just doing it i don't know? know more hijinks from skids and mud flap what did they say they were talking to maybe it was the guy with the website but they're like that's because you a pussy they called yeah. i was like this is too much he said, he said i was having a freak out you laughed too. You had a, an uncontrollable outburst of laughter at that moment because it was so unexpected. Now, without everything around it, that would have been hysterically funny. But with the fact that it was just nonstop sexual reference for a solid two minutes before that uh, was what made that. But that that by itself, like them giving him a hard time, and then him being like, oh, "I was just having a freak out," and then hitting him with that, that would have been. One of the funniest jokes I've ever heard in a movie. <laughs> it's, it's so like, it's so, like you said, it's so like, oh gosh, okay. And it's like, because all the Transformers, not all of them, but like, I feel like so many of our interactions with Optimus Prime, you're like, this is a noble race. The Autobots are good people. They're trying to do what's right. Meanwhile, these guys are just like, I don't know, well, man. Well, that's the whole thing with the with Optimus. He's the leader. He's the only living Prime. He's like. That's the other thing. You find this out, like, I think in the games or some show or something, right? But mm-hmm. it's like, he wasn't very, like, old or in charge of a lot of stuff when the other Primes died. Yeah. 
and he had to kill the last prime i think okay because he betrayed him i don't know it was something in something i don't know anyway the point is he is like trying to be like i'm gonna be the best of the best and everybody else is like yeah we're just like the the middle of a rice we're in the middle of like a civil war like whatever yeah they're like chilling (laughs) We're the guys that hid while all the brave, smart dudes died brave in battle. Brave, but smart. Yeah. No, the uh, secret, but brave. Yeah. Yeah. This movie continues the trend of everyone just being way too tan and having way too much sunshine in the lens. You know, I know like the solar flare is a thing for Michael Bay, but between that and everyone being way too tan, it's too much. Yeah. It's I way mean, too much. You compare this to, I don't know if they came out around the same time, but the uh, have you seen the... Star Trek movie, the first. I saw one. the first one, yeah. Yeah, which is known for its lens flare. Yeah, but it's like, oh, it's good lens flare. Yeah, makes you feel like I'm in the future right now. Yeah, there's future is all lens flare. <laughs> this is like, they're like, yeah, we're gonna do lens flare. Frankie, go over there and stand with a high powered flashlight, <laughs> just pointed at the camera. That's how you do it, right? Right. Is that Frankie the uh, French Bulldog? Yeah, it's holding that. <laughs> and just strapped it to his back. <laughs> Let him run loose. <laughs> I don't know. Then I think you mentioned this last time, but this movie they really amp up Optimus Prime's colors. He's like a shiny, shiny boy now. Yeah, I didn't like it. It wasn't as good. Well, I mean, all the Transformers, which we watched it on the disc to confirm it wasn't just the compression. I think the compression added to it. Yeah, because we had to stream it on HBO because my disc has a jump, like a skip. Being yeah. in, area in there in the beginning, just all the animations looked lower quality than the first one. The first yeah. one holds up, but it seems like maybe like the first one was in progress for so long, and then they're like, "Sweet, we're doing a sequel." Yeah, and they like, like this was rushed through it together because it feels like you know when we watched The Hobbit and there was that obviously not finished scene with Smog with all the stuff yeah. flying around him as he was destroying the mines. Right, it felt like half of the Transformer scenes were the. Were that mm-hmm. like they didn't finish airbrushing them? Yeah, make them... especially the ones where it's like transform, just transformers, like yeah. three transformers on the screen at once. Yeah, didn't quite look right. I don't know. We get to meet uh, Shia LaBeouf's who uh, has a cheating heart. Uh, he goes to college, meets his roommate. He's got a Cloverfield poster, which made me really mad. You know, I just I think it's a bad movie. It was one of my least favorite cinema experiences was watching Cloverfield. You got motion sick, And right? I did not like, yeah, a little bit. I did not like that they were, they put it up in his room. Okay, so when he meets his roommate, his roommate's like, all right, you work for me now. He's just going on. I got also, we're on next level. There's a room within his room. It's just filled with computers and people on it. And like my first thought was, he's a pornographer, right? Like he's he's distributing lewd materials via interweb. And I wrote that question mark, and then ten seconds later, I was like, yeah, for sure, because he had like so many like posters of posters of women up on his walls. Like, yeah, this guy's this guy's just running a pornography. Uh, uh, he's racket. running a multimedia empire. Yeah, cornerstone, the pinnacle of his. <laughs> Empire is the conspiracy theory website that he runs or something. Yeah. But yeah. there's definitely, there's like the hot or not database that he has. Yeah, yeah. And then the kitten calendars. That's how he started. 
It's one of those things too. Like I feel like you. It's like this. This happens in college all the time. Like you meet that guy. This guy's intense. Oh man, he's like this guy is crazy and can be really successful, or whatever. And then after like five minutes of knowing, you're like, oh, this guy's an absolute joke. <laughs> like the yeah. rest of the movie, he's like scared and terrible, not helpful. Yeah. Um. <laughs> his parents buy weed brownies. They're on the campus helping them get settled. They buy weed brownies, and then the mom can. Uh, continues to act as if she's on like speed or acid <laughs> like, yeah i was like that's not she didn't have weed she is running around like a maniac yeah freaking out i mean there's some people that get really i've met people that get a lot of like they don't mellow out when they smoke weed mm-hmm. or eat weed or consume in any fashion when they do weed as i like to say oh yeah they do a weed and they get all kinds of uh they yeah they just want to go do stuff she was wigging out she was talking to all the people she talking about so, baby booties again something like that she's acting like kind of like a drunk person but not stumbly which i've seen people act like that most people mellow out get philosophical or giggly cody i can confirm to you Mr. Giggles over here, <laughs> and I try really hard not to giggle. Makes you giggle harder. Oh, Don't I, do uh, it. I okay. Here's what I learned: that when when they show the campus, it's very obviously kind of like an Ivy League campus. And I was trying to figure out what it was. Yeah. Here's what I learned. Give it to me. It was shot on two campuses. <gasps> How dare they? Uh, University of Pennsylvania. Right. In Pennsylvania, and the other one is. Princeton, which was what I kind of suspected, looked kind of Princeton-y. Which is in the reason California, New Jersey. New Jersey, I'm sure. Um, okay, <clears throat> the reason they don't say which university they're in, according to IMDb, is because they were so embarrassed by uh, what the scene with the mom on weed. <laughs> they were like, "Yeah, we don't want you to use our name in the movie." <laughs> so he just goes away to a college, and then they shoot at a very prestigious college. But they're like, "Yeah, no." Yes, yeah. I didn't. Donald Trump, Trump go to University of Pennsylvania? Is I don't. Trump went to university. To, he went to Trump University. <laughs> Made his own university to go to. Yeah, but earn his economics a whole, degree. A whole three years or something. Yeah, you so know, I'll look it up. That's probably my favorite fun fact about this movie. Weren't the only ones embarrassed by that mom scene. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's funny. They used the word nubile in this movie. That, yeah. that thrilled me. That's one of my favorite words, just to say about anything. Nubile. Where? Okay. Can I tell you? Here's the thing. I, I immediately, after reading one thing hate donald trump's wikipedia page talk to me alma mater yeah wharton school bs and econ wharton school just so you know Uh is the university of pennsylvania is there is it the like business school it's the economy economics or something wow i hate that yeah i mean cody where did you get your degree from byu idaho oh you mean the John Taylor School of Economics or something <laughs> like yeah no BYU Idaho the university that you went to I hate that uh, okay uh, well that's fun I don't know 
I don't know. It makes me very sad I have the same degree as Trump. It makes me really sad. <laughs> it makes me very, but very sad. this is more prestigious and also uh, probably more bought than actually earned. Uh, based on the way he talks about the economy, I would say 100%. <laughs> that man understands very little about economics. Look, he is rich. Yeah. What else? And all he needed was a small loan from his father small to get there. Loan. Um, you tell me you could turn a million dollars into what he's got? Um, I think I would have less debt. Is that fair? So, yes. <laughs> okay. Can we talk about the shirts in this movie? The shirts in this movie made me embarrassed for the 2000s in general. I had horror flashbacks to the fashion of the 2000s. Like a big white shirt, like a with the sort six. of gothy letter six and they're like this is the movie Shia, this is the shirt Shia Buff will be in for the last hour of the movie it's like no here's the thing Cody. please no the entire film was definitely wardrobed by Hot Topic or Abercrombie and Fitch American Eagle one of those so here's the thing too you know that six had some it was a white shirt that they like sewed a frayed six on so if you ran your fingers over it you know that was another piece of fabric on there uh, you remember those shirts yeah i do you had one of those shirts yeah i did yeah you also wore long sleeve shirts under short sleeve shirts didn't you no i didn't do that oh i did it i had a shirt that was <laughs> one shirt and it had sleeves sewn inside of the short oh. sleeves i had a polo that had it wasn't a long sleeve sewed under it, but it had like a short sleeve, so there was like a little double sleeve, and then like yeah. on the tail of the shirt, you could see it was like a double, you know, like so it oh. looked like you were wearing two shirts. It looks like you were wearing the double, the double <clears throat> polo thing. Oh, that's terrible. You loved it though. Sure <laughs> it did. Felt so cool wearing uh. it too. Did you wear unbuttoned button ups over? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, did. I did. Yeah, you did. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's when I came into my own. Yeah. Right? And I got my own fashion sense. That's when every guy got their own fashion sense. We all picked the same fashion <laughs> sense. Oh man. Um here's, here's, since we're since we talked about lore so much, here's what I got out of this movie. Give it to me. Shia LaBeouf is the all spark. Is yes. that accurate to say? Yes. Alright. Here's the thing. Does that ever come up after? If they had they just cast Megatron into the flames of Mount Doom, we never would have to deal with this movie. Yeah. Why didn't they just do that? Because they, they put him dropped. in the deepest part of the ocean. <clears throat> yeah, and we're like, we'll just put like thirty ships around here all the time. Nothing bad will happen. Yeah, and then they got the shard of the Allspark or something. Is that how they brought Megatron back to life? Yeah, they kill off what's his name. Optimus. Optimus. And then how do they bring him back? Is it because Shia LaBeouf's the Allspark? Or does he have the other shirt? No, it's the, the key. The key thing brings him back. Yeah. The... There's only one Prime left. When is he... Are there Lady Transformers? And when is Optimus Prime going to pop out a couple babies? Well, so they were the baby Transformers in the uh, the ship thing with the Fallen. That's why they needed the Energon. Uh-huh. So do they grow bigger? Why is Optimus so much bigger than everybody else? Is it because he's a Prime? Also, there were seven Primes. One got disgraced and banished, and they, everybody thought he was dead. Yeah. The other six killed themselves. Right. Where are the other Primes coming from? It's the descendants of the Primes. They're all, they all died. So who's... They talked of descendants. So Transformers make children. 
He's descended from the primes. That's my question for you. Where's the lady transformers, or is it? Are they like? Are well, there they were like the ladies. Toads, where they can change their gender in the baby making. We need to call it. Did they just design transformers? Did they just like take a cool car and they're like, "All spark, I made you into." Here's from what. Oh I'm... right, because you were talking about how they're on Cybertron and they have it's like the Matrix where you're like you got the thing in the goop. Yeah, that's like a. From what I understand, they are. Why aren't they breeding? They're Optimus the same. Prime? They're the same as any other living creature. They're just robots. You know what I'm saying? So in theory, you need all the same bits, right? So maybe they don't do the nasty, despite what this movie would take would okay. imply. But here's the thing, Cody. What? There were lady transformers. They were the little bikes that got killed. Oh yeah. They were the last ladies. I forgot about those. They died. Didn't they get murked by a Megatron? Maybe. Or something? I don't know. They were in like three shots of the movie, so I kind of forgot about them. They're in like the beginning scene. They show up for a minute, and then they're kind of gone. It does bug me that they're like, call in the twins. And then it shows those three bikes. Yeah. And then it cuts to, to, the, twins. to the twins. It's not good editing. Yeah, it's not. Um... I wrote the note, I hate this Transformer woman, but I don't know what it was in reference to. Was it the sexy Transformer student that seduced him? Yes. Oh, let's talk about that. Oh, that was horrifying. Okay. I tried real hard. So we go to a party with Shia LaBeouf, and he's like, gotta leave this party soon. Got a webcam date with Megan Fox. And then uh, he goes to the party, and then there's like a hot chick at the party who's like, who, all over him and it's like i want to give you a lap dance you're like what is happening and let's and be real right now what's up megan fox versus nameless hot chick uh-huh i didn't like nameless hot chick nobody does megan fox is undoubtedly better looking um but she like and a better person because she's not a decepticon <laughs> that's true and the thing is she manages to get in Shia LaBeouf's room and on top of Shia LaBeouf turns at some point turns completely robotic into like a skeletal robot thing yeah, except very... that the tongue is always there. Yeah. The tongue is always the tongue but it's at a chainy whip thing. It was uh, it was awful. What if it was a real human tongue they just ripped out of somebody? I know that's what it is. So I didn't like it. Or what what's worse? A real human tongue at the end of that chain, or that robot just choosing not to transform the tongue only into the back into the robot. <laughs> I think the second part's worse. <laughs> Why would he make that choice? I don't also, know. Is it the sexuality of this movie is just disturbing? Yeah, I, I mean, not... it's its horny phase. Okay, every movie series goes through it. Freshman year, you don't have a car, you get horny. All right, that's yeah. how it works. You got nothing else to do. What are you gonna do? Call your parents, like so many people on Reddit suggested to this poor man. Here's what you do: bring a car. Say it's your friend's who's a sophomore. Oh yeah. Say, oh yeah, that's that's Joe's car. You hook up with a sophomore, and you're like, hey, you're my car buddy. We're doing a car share. This is your car. Yeah. You can use it whenever you need to. 
Yeah. Bing, bang, boom. Economics. <sighs> There's a point where they're talking about something. I don't know if it was talking about like Sam Witwicky. I don't know. What's the Grandpa Witwicky? Archibald. Archibald. It was something. It was some footage on that, or it was like footage of Tetra when something was going on. It was shot in 1932. I think it was on like John Turturro's computer or something. Yeah. There's like old timey footage. It's like 1932. In color, you're like, this is from 1932. Like, why? How is it in color? Is the picture that they took in front of the ruins there? Why was it in color? Was it in color? I thought it was just like no. There was some footage somewhere on one of these one of their thingies in color. I was like, why would you say it's from 1932 and then put it in color? Oh, I didn't notice. If it was why would color. you do that? I mean, when did Wizard of Oz come out? Wasn't that the first color movie? Seven. Wasn't that the first color movie? I'll look it Am up. Am I wrong? They had to hand paint it. No, you don't got time. You're you got all the notes. 1939. I don't know if they had the capabilities for color film in 32. Did they? Look. Yeah, I don't know. All right, cool. Okay. You're in Paris, all right. Your kid just went off to college. You're in Paris with your, with your wonderful wife, who is an absolute maniac on when she does a weed. Yeah. What drink are you gonna order at the cafe? Want a nice alcoholic beverage, a libation? I'm with my wife. Yeah. I mean, I'm homesick. <laughs> I want so I'm like, what? You're in Paris. What can I get? That's like in France. I want to be reminded of home. I'm gonna get a Budweiser. <laughs> They're at the cafe, <clears throat> drink in Paris, drinking a Budweiser, and I was just blown away. I was like, "Who it, would do this?" Here's the thing: who has the audacity? Here's the thing: talk to me. Wine's gross. <laughs> okay, I've drank a lot of alcohol in my day. In the short period of time where I consumed alcohol, yeah, I drank a lot of different kinds. Okay. Uh. <clears throat> I drank cheap and expensive wine. Okay. They all tasted about the same and they were all bad. All right. That's fair enough. But, you know, some people like it. Also, I don't know. You're just... trying to tell me a suburban man from the Midwest of Los Angeles County <laughs> is going to like wine? He didn't even go to college. What does he do, Cody? <laughs> he didn't well, go how to does he afford this he like seventeen a... million dollar house? What does he do? <sighs> Drug Did he dealer? Kill, does he kill people? <laughs> it's an assassin, probably. This movie did set the record at the time for most product placements. Do you want to guess how many? Eight hundred and fifty. It's not as high as you might think. Seventy-five. Uh, it's only forty-seven. Oh. But I mean, the fact that they. They had to put a Budweiser in Paris, and it's shameful. It's shameful. Yeah. They could have given him just like a generic beer and like a fancy glass, even. You know, it would have been like not even thought about it. But they had to like, but also here's what I here's what I know about people, about humans in general. The time I've amount time amount of time I've spent around people consuming alcohol, I think I've seen one Budweiser. It's always Bud Light. Everybody's out here drinking Bud Light because it's always on special. It's like good enough and it's affordable. Mm-hmm. I never see people drinking just Budweiser. I liked Budweiser. People like Budweiser. What I'm saying is they always drink Bud Light. Yeah. 
Because it's always on Happy Hour Special is always like Bud Light for three bucks or whatever. Yeah. I would be the guy with the that. Here's the thing. Let me hit you with this fact real quick. This is a side fact. Uh, One of my friends recently brought up uh, alcohol in a group chat of me and my two best friends from from high school, right? Yeah. And uh, he's like, he was asking a question about rum, and one other guy responded. The other guy was like, "Hey, by the way, have you ever heard the gospel of Bush Light?" As he put it. Okay. And is trying to say this is the way to go. The third friend lives in Germany right now. All right. Did you know Dos Equis is a German beer? It was a German dude who moved to Mexico who made Dos Equis. I learned that from Dos Equis commercial. They got the good commercials. Yeah, they do. Do you know Corona's disgusting? That's what I've heard. I've heard it's not good. It's not. But it is Mexican. And Mexicans say it's not good because they send the bad stuff to the U.S. Here's the thing. I doubt it's that different. I doubt it too, but because also all Mexican beers are. Have gross. you had Tecate? That's the real question. That's here's the thing. Everyone, I feel like Corona is the beer you drink if you're a white person at a Mexican bar. Uh-huh. If you're like a Mexican dude having a cookout, you're probably gonna have Tecate, which looks disgusting and seems very cheap. Have you had it? I have not. I will ask my friend who loves cheap beer to give it a shot. Yeah, please do. What about PBR? PBR? I love PBR. I've heard a lot of people. I have a friend who's like, he's a total foodie. He really likes microbrew, like fancy beer. Also really likes PBR. So good. (laughs) Like, not a snob. I love PBR. Like, I just also like good beer, too. Yeah. Or whatever. That's how me and my friend were when I would drink. He's still like that, which is really funny because he drinks like... $200 $200 bottles of whiskey yeah. and bush light. There you go. <clears throat> yeah. The good stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. Biggest problem with this movie by far, aside from the sexuality. Yes. We already touched on it, but 40%. Okay. The lore, way too much. Didn't need to know that much, number one. Number two, there's just 40% too much plot in this movie. Yeah. It's just the plot. They treat this movie like a national treasure or something. We got to uncover the secret, figure out the clues. I'm like, I don't care about any. At least national treasures like, oh, we have references to American history. This is just like we have references to this lore we made up. It's like, please stop. Just tell me what we're after, and let's get after it. And let's have some cool robot fights. That's all I need. And I really hope they they get on track for the next two movies or three movies. How many more movies? Three. Then Bumblebee. <sighs> Bumblebee. Here's my question for you. There were two shards yeah. of the spark, right? Plus Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> but I'm saying Shia LaBeouf had a shard, which downloaded right. the AllSpark into him. So the shard was the AllSpark. Right. Until but now it downloaded into him. the AllSpark. But then the shard clearly demonstrated that it still had that energy in it. Right. So there was the one that they thought was the last one, then he found another one, unless the one that they were referring to before he found that one was the one that he found in the future that they took Uh and put in. Anyway, I believe there are two. They use one to bring back Megatron. The other one is dropped in his house, turns into Hoster into a penis-wielding robot, yeah, uh, and then is never mentioned again. And then they have to go find the... 
Oh my goodness. Spark of humanity. The wheel Jeep. guy is putting wheels on his Jeep as we speak. Can you oh, see that? I see it. Did you see him roll a wheel out to his Jeep? I did. Is he loading up the wheels? Where is he taking? Here's the thing. We don't know. We don't know, but I suspect this is the boyfriend of the girl who is our neighbor on that side. But also, he's keeping his wheels here, but we haven't he's, ever seen oh. them holding hands, but we've seen them walk together. Yeah. So my question is, here's the thing. They're different color people, so I don't think they're related. Here's okay. the thing. He has a Yeti cooler in this He's bag. got a Yeti cooler. He's got a Jeep. He has an extra set of wheels for his Jeep that are mostly bald. Okay? Mostly bald tires. <sighs> Who is this man? What is his relationship to my neighbor? Why does he have so many wheels? And where is he taking them? He looks like a high school lineman. Or like a high school running back or something. Yeah. Yeah. He could play. If he so bulked he- up, he could be a tight end, I would say. He could probably be a safety, um, I'm linebacker even. Oh, oh yeah, high school. You're right. I'm saying high school. Yeah, no, he's definitely. He could. I could see him playing the football. Um, and he has a Yeti cooler, so he must must not be doing too bad for himself. But he doesn't have. He can't afford a place to put his tires because they're just on the porch. I think that's a Yeti brand cooler too. It's the real deal. It's not no Evergreen or whatever the off brand. Like where it's the exact same company that makes it, but it's like all the ones that aren't good enough to say Yeti. Yeah. yeah. My brother bought one of those, and he's like, it could keep ice cold for a month, and then it's his ice is melted in twenty minutes. Oh yeah. It's not a good cooler. It was not worth the three hundred dollars he got a good deal on. Oh yeah. Yeti's a joke. They said quantum crypto in this movie, and I mean they did it. All right. They may have dropped the ball on the lore, but they used the word quantum. Crypto and Nubile in the same script, and for that I give them full marks. You gotta get the other thing I give this movie full, full marks for is uh, Shia LaBeouf. All right, I like him. He went yeah. all in on this movie. He had to do weird. I've been possessed by an alien robot and doing weird robot speaking, glitchy robot talk. He had to get exploded across the screen. He had to get seduced by a Decepticon party girl robot, and you know. I'm, you know, he, I'm, he committed. Good for him. He deserves some credit. Yeah. Here's what I won't give credit to. Hmm. The editors that had to meld him and his stunt double switching places. Who else? Okay. His yeah. stunt double, who, from what I could tell, I would say looks, might be James Vanderbeek. <laughs> okay. <laughs> his stunt double has a very long head. Yeah. That is very obviously not Shia LaBeouf. Right. Also, his we already talked about it, but the costume designer for this movie, no, bad job, bad job dressing Shia LaBeouf. Like I know he's not a cool kid, but you tried to make him look like I don't know. It his, doesn't seem like Shia, Sam Witwicky's clothes. Oh, her dog's off leash. That was fast. The dog was, it was a it very was a fast dog. It's an Australian Shepherd. Oh, pretty quick. I used to have an Australian Shepherd. Really? Yeah. What was your dog's name? Little Bear. Little Bear? Yeah. I love that. Did you ever watch Little Bear growing up, the car- the the book or the TV show? Both. That's a good one. I liked that one. Yeah. Is that why he was Little Bear? Yes. I liked Little Bear. Yeah. What about Franklin? Oh, yeah. There's an episode of Franklin. Oh, he's going back. There goes oh. the dog. Um. Oh, there he goes up again. Okay. Missed him. Our neighbors are really letting their dogs off leash, which wouldn't be a problem, except our dog loves to fight other dogs. Makes me nervous. Yeah. For their dogs 
Benny doesn't back down. That's the thing. <laughs> It'll be a dog three times her size. It's like, you will lose this fight. Benny's like, no, let me in. I can do it. I am Rocky Balboa. <laughs> it's like, it's have like- you seen the first movie? Have you seen the first movie? Bindi is not, because I have not. Bindi, Bindi's eyes also look like they're slightly looking in two separate directions, so I don't <laughs> oh, yeah. think she's on the level most of the time. No, she's not. Ugh, okay. What are we talking about? Okay, I feel like we're in movie two. They already jumped the shark on Transformer design. We were like, we went too far on this. <laughs> We've gone too far too soon, but I know they're about to like quadruple the ante on the next movie, right? The fourth one. Fourth one is okay. It's okay to jump the shark in your fourth movie. It is not okay it's, to do it on the second movie, right? The, At least for my okay. taste, it's <clears throat> gone too far. The fourth one, you will look back at this one and be like, so "That gr- was pretty tame." So grounded, <laughs> so down to earth. Yeah. Also, what character was it? The old man Decepticon turned turned Autobot that said, "I'm too old for this." Yeah. Someone said it, and I was like, yeah, Wait, "We're really just—if this is—we're doing it." Because he came in and he hit somebody with his. Because he—he's got his cane, and you're like, "Why does he have a cane?" And then it is revealed when he comes in and kills a Decepticon. Yeah, it's—it's it's his weapon. It's like he has his axe thing that's like stick. on his back, and he uses that as a cane. Yeah, and then he falls down because he kills it. He like cuts it in half, and then he is like, "Yeah," trips, falls over, and that's when he says, "I'm getting too old for this." <laughs> Just a classic. I mean, if you want, if you want to class up your movie, you throw in a line from *Lethal Weapon*. That's what you have to do. Which also, I appreciate it. It was much like the, you know, like twenty percent of the twins lines, where I'm like, if it was, if you cut out the rest of the weird stuff around this line, mm-hmm. this would have been gold. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Also, I mean, look, we've had references to *Lord of the Rings* in this movie. Also, it's just it's a Sith Lord thing. People yeah. are mad that Megatron had a master. It was very much like this Sith Lord relation. You're like, yeah, you're my apprentice, and then you'll overtake me. And you're like, all right. Why even have the lore? If you're just going to... I don't know. I didn't like the lore. I, I mean, the lore is interesting because it's such a complicated concept that really just comes from... I want a robot man-shaped thing to turn into a car. Mm-hmm. make that for me also make a cartoon and then in 30 years we'll make movies <sighs> so there's so much root wiggle room right and they're like go nuts with it writers and they shouldn't have done that they shouldn't have okay i have two fun facts and that's the end of my notes all right first i would like you to guess who in this movie had to put on 10 pounds for their role the dad. Megan Fox had lost weight in between the movies, and Michael Bay was like, you're going on a cake diet, which is crazy because she's very skinny. Yeah. So she had to put on 10 pounds for this movie, which I, which is like unheard of for me, right? You don't normally hear about an actress in Hollywood. They're like, you don't weigh enough. It's always the other way around. So, I mean, I don't know. Good for Michael yeah. Bay. Meth is guess. a hell of a drug, you know what I mean? What's that? Meth is a hell of a drug. Oh, it does... Uh... It does its job. Yeah. This is my last fun fact. So, the explosion in the Firestorm mission... Right. ...took seven months to rig. And it was... It was like 10,000-gallon gasoline explosion. Took seven months of rigging, which is longer it took to actually shoot the whole movie. 
There was like a dude who had to spend seven months to get that thing together, and it set the record at the time, which of course has been surpassed by a couple different movies. Uh, but it was the biggest explosion on film at the time. It was a big boom. Big boom. Seven months. Can you imagine spending seven months months on a boom? Yeah. I have a fun fact that I can't believe you didn't find, Cody. What is it? <clears throat> so, it is notoriously impossible to film at Petra or any oh, of the surrounding rooms. Yeah, yeah. Because of indiana jones i think is like the reason for it because mm-hmm. of something they did they were like super disrespectful to like yeah it and damaged a bunch of stuff right so sean connery blew it every just, time. they just jordan just never the government of jordan never lets people film yeah. there anymore so you always have to build a set or something right but transformers got permission mm-hmm. because the prince of jordan uh-huh is a huge Transformers fan. And That's just amazing. As a birthday present or maybe just a favor to his son, the king authorized them to film at those ruins. <clears throat> well, it's crazy too because they also shot at the pyramids. Yeah. And I guess I saw a thing as like John Tutor actually like cried at one point because he actually got to like, for those scenes of his, he actually like, got to climb on the pyramids. Yeah. I thought it was so cool that he got to be on like a 4,000 year old piece of history. Which I think the, the King of Jordan was actually in, like helped them get permission to do that too. It's really cool because it, that's like and it's wasted on this movie. <laughs> like yeah. of all movies to shoot at this amazing like historical landmark place, just full of this rich history. It's like Decepticons and Autobots and explosions yeah. and I don't know. Well, just like I was just that's what we buckle <laughs> for. That's what yeah. we, it's for Michael Bay. It is impressive, though, how <clears throat> into it that guy is. Because it's not like he's a little kid. I mean, he's an adult. Yeah. You know. But, I mean, like, I think they gave him one of the big prop, like, the practical Transformers. Yeah. And um, he was there, like, every single day they shot in Jordan, he was there with them. And, like, they got to, he got yeah. to meet all the actors and everything. And it's wow. just interesting that, they, like, he's, they got to film at these, like, places that, there's a million movies that would probably sacrifice their mother. Yeah. You know, like directors would sacrifice anybody just to be able to film there. And it's like, hey, do you want a yellow Camaro and a prop that we're not going to want to take back to the States with us anyway? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <sighs> this movie was harrowing. This. Is the next one as sexual as this? I don't think so. Uh, I I just hope they cool it on that, cool it on the lore. The next I don't one... want everyone to be so tan, and I want better shirts for Shia LaBeouf. This is what I want for this for the third movie. I I cannot guarantee the tan. Uh huh. I do know that <clears throat> there is a lot of long slow mo scenes focusing on the <clears throat> uh, girl that replaces Megan Fox. Uh huh. Because she's a Victoria's Secret model. Uh, and she can definitely strike a pose. Okay. And she really just goes for it. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> she really tries her best, Cody. Uh, okay. I, it's, it is a bummer that happens because the, the whole plot, the, the romantic subplot of this movie is that Shia LaBeouf never says I love you to Megan Fox in spite of being in danger of losing her the whole time. <laughs> 
because yeah. of her being better than him and also him being long distance and also him having a cheating heart <laughs> anyway yeah. just that's the whole plot and finally the movie is like they say it to each other and you're like well that's cool <laughs> next <laughs> smash movie. cut to movie three and she's gone she's gone uh, well you know Which... i also i also saw a, fa- a thing where they were like they had other people that were gonna write the movie because it's like Stephen Orchi or Michael Orchi or C. I don't know how to say his name, but he was like one of the writers. Like, oh, they had conflicts, they had other projects they're working on, but they just couldn't get a good script for the movie. So the, the yeah. same people came back to write. I'm like, man, no one else wrote, could have wrote, written like this script. Yeah. I mean, it definitely feels like I'll write this the first script. draft. You know what I mean? I can use the words nubile, I can throw quantum crypto into, you know? Yeah. I feel like I could do it. I took a screenwriting class. Yeah. Because, like... Let, okay, let's try yeah. to transform a spec script. Let's just do it. Right now? Let's reboot the... Yeah, I mean, let's finish the recording. Oh. But let's get the reboot going, you know? Let's do... Peter Jackson will do it. Can I you imagine? Transformer shot in <clears throat> New Zealand. Peter Jackson direct at the helm. I mean, come on. I think it's it's at least some of the fifth one might be shot in New Zealand. Whatever. Whatever, man. I want Guillermo del Toro to do it. I want it to all be in Spanish. And I want him to quit three weeks before the movie's done. (laughs) Man, I don't know. I'm, I'm not ready for the next three. I'm, you might need to hold my hand through these, you know? You might need to. I think the next one is liked. Like, people who like Transformers like the next one, if I remember right. Okay. Okay. So how would you rank them, though? We got to rank them. This one's worse. <laughs> Transformers is it's not bad. It's not bad. Compared to this one, I think Transformers is pretty good. It's like yeah. a pretty good movie. Compared to what came out around the first Transformers movie too, it's awesome. Yeah, that's true. I don't feel like it we've really got shines. franchise blockbusters weren't like... Now that Marvel's out, I think we have a much different expectation for a franchise blockbuster. Yeah. Even like The Dark Knight kind of was shifting that, but Transformers 1 came out before Dark Knight did, I believe. Yeah. Dark Knight, I think, was 08. Transformers is 2007. To go from like the Dark Knight in 08 to Transformers Rise of the Fallen the next year, just it makes it look rough. Yeah. Well, I think it was. It's also, too, like that. In my mind, the first like big budget, dumb premise movie. Yeah. That was good was Transformers, you know, and then you got, like you said, all the Batman movies, and then it goes into the I guess all Fast and Furious was on, the up and, was on the rise, was on its journey at that point. Yeah, because Fast and Furious bad. was like what, 2002, 2001? Yeah, they're 2000. still bad, you know. Yeah, they had, they hadn't hit their stride yet of like, oh, Fast Five came out, we like these now, you yeah. know. But to go wow. from like a good movie that was like kind of set a tone of like, oh, these can be good, even if the premise is like from a kids show. Yeah. To just because they tried back to do a GI Joe. Ah, okay, I don't. GI Joe did the same thing where it was like, oh, this isn't that bad. And then the second one's real bad. Yeah. But the problem with the second one of the G.I. Joe's was everybody was like, that satellite system's a dumb premise, which it was very popular because there's also that Call of Duty game that yeah. had it. Uh-huh. And everybody's like, that's ridiculous. They could never do it. 
Meanwhile, me and all the smart people of the world are like, they can build those. Those are a real thing. Yeah. Everybody's like, dumb. Who wants to drop a giant straw from space? Everyone. Everyone. Okay, before we close, you got to give me the details on the on this movie, the budget, the box office. If I had to venture again, I mean, this movie had to cost like $220 million, right? Oof, it's so big it's, budget. It's so close. Two twenty million. It had to have made out. What did it make? Like eight hundred million. It was. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. The budget. It's got a range: two hundred to two ten million. Okay. And it made eight hundred thirty-six point three. That's million. That's a pretty good guess on my part. Pretty good. And I guess it goes up too, right? Because we're going to start pandering to the Chinese market soon, right? Oh, yeah. All right. Which, I mean, that goes full bore in the fourth one. Okay. That's the one where I think a significant amount of the financing came from that, what I can't remember the name of. It's like the real big action movie studio from China. Yeah. And they film a bunch of it in Beijing. Or a bunch of it's set in Beijing and right. it was filmed in Beijing. He also well, rides a dinosaur. You did this to me. Why? Because you Tell I the knew people. you'd love it. Alright. Well Thanks for listening. You can share us, rate us, review us, if you want to. On all we're, the podcasts. Wherever podcasts are found, we're mostly there. Yeah. You can also tweet me at Opinion Havers, and you can yell at me for making fun of Shia LaBeouf's shirt because you feel sensitive because you had that. We all had that shirt, all right? Yeah. We all suffered in the 2000s from fashion, and uh, that's okay. If you're still wearing that shirt, I need you to go to the store, find it one or two, maybe, sizes smaller, and start wearing that shirt. <laughs> it needs to be tight. It needs to be. Oh, that was my favorite gag in this one of my favorite gags in this one is like, Shia Buff makes fun of like the frat bro's tight shirt. And he's like, doesn't come any tighter. We checked. Yeah, he's like, over there, he's like, who parked the car here? Like, I'm just going to go find you a tighter shirt. Doesn't come. <laughs> doesn't come any tighter. We checked. Uh, all right, this movie won me back over. Yeah. I forgot about that part. There's a good movie in this There is a good movie. movie. Within, somewhere in this movie. Tweet me out opinion havers about your shirt sizes. Until next time, watch movies. And have opinions. What? You think about the robot humping Megan Fox's leg? <laughs> There's, it's, this is supposed to be a family movie. And how do you explain to a child that a robot that just came into existence is humping a woman's leg and already has a kink? you know how do you explain that robots urinate in this movie they did in the last one yeah but that was like he pops the thing there's an oil leak this one's like he holds his robot penis and he urinates on the kitchen we shot it here's the thing Cody Hmm. if you we just need to download the all spark into your brain it all makes sense I would like that. Cody, it's robot Sith in space. What more do you want? You're right. I asked too much. <laughs>